0: Welcome to Dear Empath with Gus Baxter. On this weekly podcast, we discuss all things personal, spiritual, and professional growth and break down these philosophies into everyday language we can all understand. Let's walk on this journey together. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about crafting and its ability to help you manage stress. For our purposes, the term crafting describes any creative activity that engages one or both hands, requires fine motor control, combines at least two of your senses, and contains an element of complexity. This list is wide and contains crafts like crochet, pottery, sculpting, drawing, painting, embroidery, sewing by machine or by hand, metalsmithing, quilting, and woodworking. I am a master knitter, and I have spent many years working in the yarn industry, so today I will be using knitting as my example craft. Knitting is a craft that engages both hands with needles and yarn. It requires fine motor skills to manipulate both needles, yarn, and the fabric you're making all at the same time. It engages your senses of sight and touch. And the individual knitter gets to decide how complex they want their pattern to be. There has been significant research done in the fields of neuroscience and occupational therapy involving knitting and its psychosocial effects on patients. Knitting is a creative practice that offers incredible mental health benefits and can be used as a tool to purposely control our mental landscape. Your brain has an incredible ability to focus. As much as we like to believe that we are the exception to the rule, our brains are not good at multitasking. The more tasks you try to accomplish at once, the more this focus is spread thin and can easily be broken. When you craft, you are intentionally entering into a hyper-focused state of mind, because you are engaging in a complex activity. Your brain devotes the entirety of its processing capacity to the task at hand. When you knit. You need to focus your motor skills on manipulating two needles and yarn, making different kinds of loops on your needles. You have to follow a pattern, which could be very accessible or very complex. You feel the texture of the yarn and needles in your hands. Your eyes take in the colors in front of you. All of this takes up a massive amount of processing capacity in your brain. So much so that you are leaving very little room for your brain to focus on anything else. It physically can't focus on another thought or task unless you were to put down the needles. How can you use this to your advantage? Anyone who manages anxiety or obsessive thoughts is familiar with this state of mind. This ability to become hyper-focused can turn against you when your brain focuses on an event or fears that trigger your anxiety or you find yourself revolving around obsessive thoughts without the ability to focus on anything else. Personally, one of the most irritating things I have heard as an empath and someone who manages both anxiety and obsessive thoughts is, well, if it's making you upset, just stop thinking about it. No, I physically can't stop thinking about it. Knitting is a physical skill that can break this cycle of thought by giving you a tool to direct that hyper-focused state of mind to something constructive. Betson Corkhill, a physiotherapist in the UK and author of Knit for Health and Wellness, explains, When we're knitting, we're actually working, operating quite hard, and that takes up a lot of capacity in that moment. Our brains have only got a limited amount of capacity in a moment for conscious thought. So the more capacity you take up in an absorbing activity, the less capacity you've got left to pay attention to issues that may be detrimental to your well-being. If you then add a complex pattern of stitches to that, then you're making your brain work even harder. The tactile sensations help too. Betson explains, Our hands transmit loads of information about our environment, and that is a powerful way to affect your mood. Touching something soft elicits a calming response. Think about the way you feel when you pet your cat or dog. The same is true for yarn. Betson Corkill has done significant research applying knitting to physiotherapy and the holistic recovery of patients she calls knitting a bilateral, rhythmic, psychosocial intervention. This means that through her research, she and her fellow researchers have identified knitting as a craft that engages both the left and right sides of your brain, the act of knitting is done in a rhythmic and repetitive way, and the act of knitting creates stopping blocks for our psychological and social interactions. Basically. Knitting gives you a physical tool to take back your mind when you start to spiral out of control. In addition to being a powerful physical tool to break the cycles of anxiety and obsessive thought, knitting generates feelings of accomplishment. The Craft Yarn Council, a U.S.-based organization designed to support businesses and crafters, states that 85% of knitters and crocheters experience reduced stress with their craft and 93% of knitters and crocheters experience feeling a sense of accomplishment. When you knit, you are physically creating something. Even if you spend 10 minutes at the end of your workday knitting to reduce stress and create a sense of calm, by the end of the week you'll have spent 70 minutes knitting. Unlike traditional meditation, you have something physical to show for it. 70 minutes of knitting can translate into a large portion of a scarf done. Now you are linking a sense of physical accomplishment to your wellness practice. Then, every time you wear that scarf, you are reminded of how impactful knitting is for your well-being. In a study involving 3,100 subjects in the United States, the Craft Yarn Council found stress reduction in 85% and mood improvement in 68% of the group. In addition to the 93% of knitters and crocheters reporting that the crafts gave them a feeling of accomplishment, 56% reported a sense of confidence, 43% reported better concentration, 27% reported better problem solving, and 23% reported increased memory. I can tell you from personal experience that knitting is an incredible practice. This repetitive motion of knitting, of moving the needles and creating new stitches with yarn, creates a meditative state. I feel myself devoting my entire focus to what is in front of me. Knitting continues to be a go-to tool for stress relief. Plus, I truly enjoy it, and I get to make amazing things. Pre-pandemic, when I would go to work, I would often bring knitting along. Whether I was sitting on the train going to NYC or sitting in the conference room, knitting helped me define my own space. When you knit, you keep your arms in front of you, and your shoulders down. It almost creates a semicircle in front of you, a physical barrier between you and the world around you. This can contribute to an overall feeling of safety, or a physical sense of distance between yourself and what's happening in front of you. Although some people may think it rude, I was always able to concentrate more, retain more, and objectively interpret what was going on in a meeting when my hands were busy knitting. Knitting can offer you the perfect balance of social interaction and quietness. When you join a knitting group, there is an unspoken rule that everyone is welcome to participate in the group to the level they are comfortable. Maybe you're working on some ribbing, like what you find on the brim of a hat or on the cuffs of your sweater, and you want to talk. Maybe you are working a complex cable pattern and you need to concentrate. A knitting group is a place where you can be as social as you want, and everyone is happy to have you there. How can people get started knitting? Expect a learning curve. When adding a new tool to your toolkit, there will be a period of learning and being awkward with it. This is no different. That's okay. Before this craft can become a practice of well-being, you need to become comfortable with it. Give yourself time to learn and explore, to make mistakes and learn how to fix them, to become confident in knitting. Trust yourself and just try it. If it feels weird, then you're probably doing it right. To help you learn and grow your confidence, YouTube is your best friend. There are countless wonderful instructional videos on YouTube that walk you through a pattern stitch by stitch. I still return to YouTube to brush up on some lesser-used skills or to get some new inspiration. There are local yarn stores or stores specific to your craft that will have experts ready to help you. These are great places to get advice, get help finding the perfect pattern, and where to pick up needles and yarn. Like any craft, there are expensive and affordable options available. Yarn stores, or any specialty store, will have more expensive items for sale. Don't let the prices deter you. There are also multidisciplinary craft stores that will offer affordable tools and materials for you to use. Above all, give yourself a break. Let yourself learn this new skill. You will succeed and fail, but ultimately you are intending to build a competent knowledge on how to use this skill as a way to combat stress and anxieties that build up in your mind. Do you practice a craft? Even if it's not knitting, what craft do you want to explore? Give yourself the freedom to try it. And try it for the fun of it. You don't need any other explanation to do this other than, I want to. You can always reach out to me, and I will be happy to help you get set up with some Knitting 101. Be open and let your creativity run wild. Crafts are an incredible physical tool to promote well-being and a healthy mental landscape. I'll talk to you next week. Dear Empath with Gus Baxter is a product of Atlas Readings, LLC. You can find out more information at www.atlasreadings.com or at patreon.com atlasreadings.